Are you gay? Do you know someone who's gay? If you answered yes to either question, hi, I'm Parker, and this is Parker's Pointless Podcast, where every week I talk about some pointless thought that was floating around in my little noggin. These topics will range from pop culture, to film and television, to politics, and to things happening in my own personal life. All of which I am not qualified to speak on, but because I am gay and delusional, I find the confidence and conviction within me to speak as if I am a professional. On today's episode, we are talking all things pop culture, from Grimace's birthday to the Colleen Ballinger drama and the iconic Barbie movie press rollout. Honey, let's get into it because I got a lot to talk about. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parker's Pointless Podcast. You guys, you could have guessed it. It's me, Parker. Hi, how are you? OMG. Um, yeah, it's me. I mean, are you shocked? Yeah, I bet you're not. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's me, Parker, back here for another episode of Parker's Pointless Podcast. How was your guys' 4th of July? Amazing. That sounds like you had a great time. I had a wonderful time. I spent the day in the sun, you know, lots of sunscreen, of course, eating hot dogs, doing the doing the, the only things you should on the 4th of July, just having a good time and like, you know, eating hot dogs and drinking alcohol as you do when you're above 21. But I hope you had a wonderful day because I certainly did. Um, but it's a new week. It's July. We are truly into the thick of it in the summer. Um, it's starting to get hot and heated up in here. And as happy as I am that it's no longer cold, girl, Mother Nature, let's cool it down a little bit, Diva, because did, I'm not sure you guys saw, but 4th of July was the hottest recorded day on the planet, like literally ever, and I'm a little scared. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know, my little unit, my little AC unit, I don't think can compete with the fact that we're having record-breaking heat and it's only the beginning of July. So I'm a little spooky, scary skeleton about what's about to come, especially when like September and October roll around when it's like literally hell on earth because like it's over 100 degrees every single day. I'm a little scared, you guys. So maybe when that rolls around, we'll have to do a special podcast episode about it to get us all through the heat. But oh my gosh, like let me catch you guys up on what I've been up to because I just have been doing so much. So Actually, I haven't been doing so much, but a lot of things have been doing to me. So, you guys, I'm not sure you have a similar, have ever had similar issues. I'm sure you have, especially living in California. Car problems, you guys. There is honestly nothing worse. Nothing worse than having, like, car, consistent car issues. Because I've been having car issues, you guys, for the past, like, first of all, I've had so many car issues. Like, not with just my car, but just with vehicles around me and my periphery that it's just been a nightmare for the last mm, maybe three months. Um, because let me give you guys the rundown. My car, my little Prius, my little dainty girl, catalytic converter snatched, stolen. I talked about this last week, stolen off my car, truly rip, not the end of the world. You just have to replace it. It's expensive, but you know, then you can get a cover, protect it. Bada bing, bada boom. Okay. So my car was at my parents' house while that was getting taken care of. Okay. My sister, Kelly, shout out Kelly. Hi. Um, she was in school at the time. So her car was at my parents' house. So they, my parents thankfully had the car to loan me while they were, while the catalytic converter situation was getting taken care of. Okay. So that happened on a Thursday, Saturday, 
Friday night into Saturday, I was driving my sister's car, okay? It was parked outside of my apartment. I live right next door to a bar, not disclosing any information because I'm not trying to have anyone come to my house, please. No, 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 none of that. Car was parked in front of this house, my in front of my house, in front of the bar, and never had any issues. What I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I see my car on the curb, smashed in on the side. Uh, you guys, when I tell you, I was my breath was just sucked out of my body. I was like, you, you have actually got to be kidding. Because I, I, I like kind of cried and laughed at the same time because I was like, how is this real? You know what I mean? Because I was just, I was just so overwhelmed. I had no idea what to do. The car was on the curb. It was smashed all up the side. I was like, this is crazy. Long story short, is a drunk driver that hit the car. It happened at like 11 o'clock at night, you guys. I was literally in my apartment, like, which is not far away from the street. And I, I must have heard it. And I just thought nothing of it because I just was lollygagging watching TV. But um, I actually was – it's funny because I did um, Tati and Maddie's podcast, Our Viewing Party, and we did an episode about bodies, bodies, bodies. And I literally was watching that movie when my car literally got smushed, diva. So that's a funny story. Shout out Tati and Maddie. Anyways. Um, but, yeah, so the car got smushed, smashed by a drunk driver. The bouncer outside the bar, who I love, Jimmy, was like, he took care of the situation. The girl was so belligerently drunk, she couldn't get away. The police showed up. She got arrested. She tried to run away in handcuffs, you guys. It was giving drama. And what was I doing? Sitting on my bed watching a movie as if nothing was happening. So all that to say, the situation got handled. However, the car smushed and smashed Diva. And it ended up getting totaled. So that was like no good. But it was able to be driven somehow, some way. I don't know how that is possible. But I did drive her around with zip tie, duct tape, and all the above. And I made it work. But that was that. And then after that, you guys. So then I then took, my car was then finished. We did the switcheroo again. While the insurance situation, police report, all that was being worked out on the side. Which is also just a nightmare to deal with all that in general. My car comes back to me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What happens? Literally probably a week and a half, two weeks later, check engine light comes on. Diva, you have got to be fucking kidding me. I was, I was like, there's no way. Like, there's actually no way. Like, there can't be a way that this is happening to me right now. And, and it has been a problem. You guys are probably a month and a half of just like issues where it's able to run but it's not doing what it should be i'm not going to go into the specifics thankfully my dad is like wonderful when it comes to cars and has been so helpful and like the problem has kind of subsided but you guys it has been i've been driving my dad's truck i've i've been switching around cars i've been going from long beach to orange county like up down up down all the time it has been exhausting so if you have any car problems at this current moment or have had current had have had car problems or are going to have car problems I am so sorry. I want you to know from the literal bottom of my heart on the screen, I feel I'm so sorry for you. And I pray that it will be recovered soon and quickly and without with the least amount of stress. Because, girl, the amount of stress I've been dealing with, honey, I can't. Um, but, yeah, that's that on the car situation. I just wanted to update y'all on that because I I sympathize with all y'all car struggle girls, okay? Um, but, yeah, so... That's that and that's on period. And I also want to talk about, because this episode is being filmed on, so as you guys know, episodes come out on Mondays. I usually film the episodes on Mondays as well. So I give myself a week and I give Solomon a week because, you know, he has lots of work to do and I want to give him the timeline to help me out and like to not feel stressed. And I don't want to feel stressed either. 
But you guys, this week I have had worms for brains when it comes to like coming up with ideas for this podcast. You guys, I have been like, what am I going to talk about? Because last week is 4th of July. Next week is my birthday. But this week in the middle, I was like, what am I going to talk about? And like just nothing was coming to my mind. And I was starting to like spiral because I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to talk about? And I was like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. I'll just talk. There's been a lot happening with pop culture. I'll just talk about pop culture. Parker, snap out of it. Um, And I booked a session today and here I am. But you guys, let's just point out a couple obvious things. If you're watching the visuals, you will see I'm wearing a tight shirt that is very tight okay and i want to acknowledge it first and foremost if you didn't notice it you don't need to notice it okay but if you did notice it and you're like parker that's a really tight shirt girl i think you need to maybe size up next time girl i know this was really cheaply made it would fit me at first and i put it in the dryer and now she no longer fits i'm also like kind of hitting the gym lately i'm not sure if you can tell by my biceps but i've been hitting the gym and i'm trying to work on my frame and i think i'm a little bit built up top now so it's a little more difficult to wear a dainty little top like this but you guys i was at home like in a full spiral i was like because i couldn't because it's a zip up back okay because it's a little corset top there's a zipper up the back and like i have another corset top the one i wore in the last episode it's like way stretchier the zipper is pretty chunky so it's easy to zip up by myself like behind my back if you're a man who has never had to zip up something behind your back you do not know the struggle, Diva, because it is so, so hard. Um, but this zipper is tiny dainty. The fabric is like shitty, cheap, like whatever fabric this is. And I was I was literally spiraling. I'm like, I can't put my shirt on. And I've also been rushing everywhere today. Like I've just been behind everywhere I've been going. And you know, in those days where you just can't catch your breath because you kind of overbook yourself, me today. I was at work. I was at hot yoga. I was at home. I had to write out this episode. I had to film... I had a lot of work to do, and then I had to shower, come here, and also do laundry and eat. Like, it was a tough day, so I was really in a tight, tight spiral. I was trying to put the shirt on, you guys. I was like, ah, I can't put this on. I, I knocked on my neighbor's door. I was like, can you do me a stupid little favor and zip up my shirt because I can't do it, and I'm starting to have an anxiety attack. And she's like, yeah, of course, which shout out to you, Candace, my neighbor. Thanks for helping me through that moment because I was really not well. Um, but all that to say, I'm here now. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Thanks for going on that 10 minute journey with me of me just kind of trauma dumping on all of you guys about what my life has been like, but this is my podcast. So that's what I'm going to do here, period. And if you have anything to say about it, not my problem, I guess. Actually, wait a minute. Actually, is my problem. Please continue listening. Um, and I love you. Thank you for listening to me. But today, you guys, we are talking all about pop culture. Yes, God. We're going to talk about all the recent events that have been happening because I feel like for some reason in this last couple weeks, there has been some juicy, juicy events happening that I just want to talk about because I'm truly and simply obsessed with pop culture as it is in every intro. Shout out to Tati because Tati always says, always giggles when I say pop culture in my intro because I say it kind of like silly, I guess. Um, so pop culture, Tati, um, and I hope you appreciate that. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But of course, of course, of course, before we get into the topic of the day, we have to do my Parker's popping hot takes, you guys, Parker's piping popping hot takes, whatever you want to say it. I feel like a bunch of people know this as a different segment every single time, but it's everything and anything you want it to be. Okay. But the takes are always what? Spicy. So my first hot take is this, you guys. Let me look because I actually 
want to make sure I'm staying on track because my brain has been flying off the handles lately. And yeah, work. Okay. This is something that I've been feeling for a while, but I'm going to voice it now. I need people to stop saying unhinged about situations that are simply not unhinged. I'm like, Diva, this circumstance is very much on the hinges. The door is swinging, honey. The, the hinges are very much intact and everything is working as it should. This is not unhinged. This is not kooky. This is not quirky. It's, it's, it's gotten to a point now where I think once the she hers got access to unhinged, the, the like funness of the word and the uniqueness of the word kind of left the building, if you know what I mean. Like girls would be like, ah, let me think about an example. Oh my gosh, I ordered french fries and a side of ranch for dinner. I'm just so unhinged. Like, Mary, I needed to take a breath because, girly pop, nothing about what you just said is unhinged. If you were like, oh my gosh, I ate fried chicken and then I shoved it up my ass, I would be like, yeah, that's pretty unhinged of you, diva. But to be like, to say like, it's giving like the quirky energy. Like, do you know that meme of that girl with the frozen peas on her head? And she's like, I'm so quirky. That's like kind of the new energy that Unhinged has taken on. And I would like to legally um, block that word from the usage of all Americans from, from now on because I'm simply tired of it. And if you even think about saying something's unhinged, I want you to think about three times over if that is unhinged or if it's not. Because if it's not, I'm just going to stare you up and down and make you wish that you never said what you said. Okay? So that's my hot take of the day. But because you know, I'm just so kind and giving and it's July. So it's my birthday month. I just have an extra hot take for you guys, because as I said earlier, I've been, you know, hitting the gym. I've been working on my muscles. I've been lifting weights. Ooh, I'm still a dainty little doll, but I, of course, you know, I want to, I want to have some, a nice little hourglass body with a nice triangle top. Okay. So I was at the gym, you guys, yesterday. And I don't ever go to the gym. As you guys know, I'm a class pass girly. I will put the link in the episode. You guys already know. I'm a class pass girly. I love to take Pilates. I love to take yoga. I do all those kinds of things. I also have this like gym-ish kind of place near my house that is called Hybrid House. Shout out Hybrid House. And they're like a lifting kind of moment. But it's a small class and it's like more of like a, I don't want to say hit because it's not hit at all. But it's like four or five people and there's an instructor. So it's it's less like open gym and more like workout kind of vibe. But anyways, yesterday I went to the gym, like the gym gym. And I do not like the gym, you guys. I have never liked the gym. I don't think I ever will. But it's just always crowded. People are weird. People are just like the, 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 the decorum is just needs to be worked on, you know. But my hot take is this. Men at the gym, gay, all of them, every last one of them. Because here's the thing. I'm sitting there doing my little workout. I'm doing my little calf, you know, push thingy with the weights. And I just am looking around the gym, listening to music. La -di -da -di -da. I see these straight men like, and I, I know they're straight, you guys. You don't need to question it because I just know, okay? These straight men are like working out and they're like fully checking out other men that are working out. Like this is more... More so in like the the weightlifting space where there's like the the dead the deadlifting. I'm not really familiar with the term, so don't come for me. But like 
those areas where there's like more, it's the men male populated areas of the gym because like the treadmills, the stair steppers, the ellipticals, those, that's for the girls gays and these, those are going to be over there. But the straight men hit the only lift weights because that's all they know how to do. But I literally was watching these men yesterday, like time and time and time and time again, like checking each other out and like staring at each other in a way that I'm like, girl, I'm gay. I'm gay. Enough. I've had enough. So all you straight men at the gym, I want you to take a deep dive into what you're feeling when you look at these other men. I don't want you to judge yourself for it, too, because it's totally natural and it's totally normal, baby, because all sexuality is a spectrum, honey. And you can admire another man's body for any purpose that you want to, because that's your prerogative, baby girl. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to observe. And baby girl, my observations yesterday are pretty keen. And all y'all straighties, y'all got to watch out because I'm on to you. So those are my hot takes of the week, you guys. And that's that on that. If y'all ever have any hot takes you want me to talk about, you already know what to do. Let me know. DM me, message me, whatever you want to do. And I would love to discuss them with you or for you. So without further ado, though, you guys, let's get in to talking about our pop culture catch up because Parker on pop culture, period. Ah, I love them. The little, if you're watching the visuals, there's a little like title card that went across the bottom that says Parker on pop culture. And that's on period. So love that from you guys. We're going to talk about a bunch of things, you guys. There's a, so many topics that have come up, but I think first and foremost, to celebrate not only my birthday, but the other iconic birthday that's been happening this past month, in air quotes, Grimace, you guys. Grimace from McDonald's. I'm sure you've seen it all over the internet, all over the internet, all over Twitter, all over, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all the above. It is Grimace's birthday. If you're not familiar with Grimace, he's a character from the McDonald's lore, okay? The McDonald's cinema, the MCU, not Marvel Cinematic Universe, the McDonald's Cinematic Universe, okay? Um, I grew up watching those little VHS tapes that they sold in like the early 2000s, late 90s. There's like six or seven of them. And they're like little McDon like animated Ronald McDonald movies. They're actually kind of cunty, to be honest. And all of them are on YouTube. So if y'all are ever like, what should I watch tonight? Watch those because they're kind of fun. Kind of like Kukiana, but like I do also live. So it is Grimace's birthday, you guys. So Grimace, because it's his birthday, who, how old is he? No one knows. In my mind, I feel like Grimace is probably, I feel like he's like 29. Because he's not yet 30. He hasn't hit that mark yet because there is an element of chaos in his, like, demeanor and his, like, presentation of his meal while simultaneously being this, like, eloquentness and, like, you know, elevatedness. So I think he's, like, almost 30 but not yet. So I think he's 29 is my guess. And also I was wondering this too. I want to know what you guys think. Is Grimace a Gemini or is Grimace a Cancer? Because he's a June girl, I believe, and... I don't know. I mean, I could easily look this up, but funny story, you guys, I left my phone at home. I'm very much in my unplugged era, um, which is not intentional. I literally just was rushing, like I said earlier, and left my phone at home, so I can't look it up. But Grimace, Gemini or Cancer, we'll never know. But because of his, it's his birthday, they have a special meal, which I believe is a burger or nuggets, fries, and then it comes with this special Grimace shake, which I'm going to be dead-ass honest with you guys. I have, I like, quite literally... Not a single desire to try that. Because why Grimace is a large purple creature. Oh, he's a Gemini. 
period. Oh my gosh, Miss Two-Face over here. Well, that makes sense because he's giving like class with his meal, but then also giving ass with his um, shake, you guys. But it's a berry flavored shake, which aren't maybe not a shake, a berry flavored like dessert item situation. But it is, it's purple because Grimace is purple. And all the people on TikTok are like, there's a trend of like people drinking it and then like turning into monsters and being like, it's pretty psycho. I don't necessarily see why it's funny, but like go off y'all on the internet. Um, But yeah, the Grimace shake, if y'all have tried it, let me know what your thoughts are. I haven't tried it. I will not try it um, because that probably will make my stomach feel like it's a circus and I don't want to have that happen to me because I'm just too fragile for all of that. Okay. So if you've tried the Grimace shake, let me know what your thoughts are because love Grimace, loved Grimace since I was a kid. (gasps) There it is. People doing all that, all the things with the Grimace shake, like dying on the floor because it's, it's kind of giving like food dye. Not sure what the lore is of it all, but it's definitely something else. I mean, maybe because it's just so nasty, but people said it's good. Girl, I don't know. I could keep going, but that's the Grimace shake. So that's been literally all over the internet. Grimace has been having his moment in the sun. We've been in the Grimace renaissance. I've seen memes of Grimace dressed as Donatella Versace. Like, I've seen so many Grimace tweets. I have been living. So that's on Grimace, y'all. I live, laugh, live. Um, I'm not, This is going to be a really, really deep cut. And this probably, you will all probably not know what I'm talking about. Because I barely know what I'm talking about when it comes to this. There is this woman that has been on my Twitter feed, like, pretty consistently for the last couple weeks. It is from an animated movie. I believe it's a Czech Republic, a movie from the Czech Republic, which I'm not sure if you guys remember that, like, weird Pinocchio movie that was also from Eastern Europe, where all the memes were, like, Pinocchio being, like, saying the weirdest things. I believe it's probably the same, in the same vein. But this woman has ginormous titties okay is in a like like tiny waist in this like red dress animated of course like blonde hair with pigtails like she looks like and her face is like comical looking like it's giving kind of jimmy neutron-esque like animation and ginormous boobs and all she does is like giggle it's like (laughs) but she has been coming across my twitter feed like all the time and I know nothing about her but every single time she comes across my tweet or my feed I will absolutely retweet because she's an icon like big old titties and a tiny little waist girl I am obsessed I'm obsessed and all she does is giggle I I live so if anyone else has seen her on your twitter feed I stand in solidarity with you because we live laugh love and I stand her I don't know anything about her but I would love to know more maybe I'll do some research if I could find her figure who out who she is. Um, but everyone on the internet is like, no one has given me answers. So I guess it'll always be a mystery, but if it's, it'll be our mystery together. So that's going to be a deep cut. Not sure if that applies to all of y'all, but that is that on that. But this is kind of more, this a little bit end of June kind of energy. That's not as current, but you guys, we have to talk about the Titanic submarine because the saga that was that whole storyline was such tea and drama. Like the moment I heard about it, I think it was on like a Monday or something when the first like this, like a a submarine has gone missing looking for the Titanic. And I was like, that's tea. And as you guys all know, I love the Titanic. I love that movie. So I was like, this is like, 
I'm so curious to see what happens because they only have however many hours and we were all counting down you guys them. And this is why I love the internet. Like I'm just, because the savagery on the internet and the way people were just making jokes at literally other people's expense was quite comical. And I have to say I was dying laughing at the jokes that people were making. But I feel like in my mind, the only reason that it was acceptable was because every single person on that submarine besides one person, may he rest in peace, were billionaires. Like they were like ultra, ultra rich because it was like $200,000 to go or $500,000 to go on it. It was like a crazy, ridiculous amount of money to ride on that submarine, which mind you, that submarine was shittily made anyways. Like we, as we found out, like the company was like very sus and like the engineer, like did not listen to rules or guidelines and everyone, any like practical engineer could have told you that that was not a safe, like apparatus to travel in because it was apparatus. I'm not sure if that's the right word. It's not the safe. It's not a safe method of travel to go that deep in the ocean because the pressure girl, it'll cause you to implode ocean gate. You guys like, look at that rinky dink little looking ass, like hydro flask, like, to be honest, my hydro flask could probably make it deeper into the ocean than that that submarine did. Not to mention there's no windows. Like, you're telling me you're going to spend $500,000 to literally look on a screen when you could literally just watch a Titanic at home and do the exact fucking same thing? Like, you have got to be for fucking real. Like, I swear to God. So the fact that they all made they rest in peace passed away um, is kind of comical. So it's giving... It was, it was really giving, you guys. But let me tell you this. I think when we got to, like, day three or four, enough. The internet, that jokes, those jokes, those memes expired. Because it's funny at the beginning, it's funny in the middle, but it's not funny at the end. Not that it, like, wasn't funny. It was just tired. And by the time we got to the last day of those memes, you guys, I was, I was about ready to start blocking people. Because I did not want to see them anymore. I was like, girl, this ain't funny no more. Like, let's move on to the next thing. The internet is a constant cycle of new information and new jokes. So let's move on. So may they all rest in peace um, and may their families find peace. Sorry that you all lost your millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire husbands. And um, there's one kid on there, though, I felt really bad. And he's, like, really scared of going and didn't want to go, which is really sad. So he is truly, I hope he's, you know, up in heaven living his best life, not afraid anymore. So shout out to you, Diva. But all the rest of y'all, suckers. Anyways, that's the Titanic situation, you guys, because that was kind of drama for a minute. But this is like the real, real heated tea of the internet at this current moment. And I have like a deep relation, not relationship, but I, a long history with this person. So not with this person. That sounds like I know them. I don't know them. But I've been following them for a while. Colleen Ballinger, a.k.a. Miranda Sings, you guys, she has been all throughout the internet, all throughout the news because of some suspicious activities that have been going on with her and her fan base. So let's this this is a complicated web of history. So I'm going to try to keep it in order. So how it started. So it surfaced these like DMs between Colleen and her fans one of her fans, I believe they were underage, which spooky, which also in my mind, if I were a professional, you know, like a, an actor, a, like anyone with any sort of status, 
I would majorly reduce my communications, especially on the internet with underage people. Like you should just not talk to kids in general on the internet because that's just automatically opening the door to something a little bit like you're automatically stepping into gray area by just having conversations with them regardless of the content of your topic. So yes, Miss Miranda sings over here. So she apparently has had interesting conversations with people on the internet that are underage and people are labeling it as grooming. Granted, I'm not entirely sure if that's what it is. Obviously, this is just hearsay. Um, I also personally think people overuse the term grooming and don't necessarily use it in the most correct, you know, circumstances. However, regardless of the terminology, the the content was of the messages was not appropriate. Not to mention it was with a underage person or people. I'm not sure how many people it was, but that was that surfaced. Okay. So then that started the drama. And then, you know, like, I feel like this always happens with internet people, but when, when, when the ball starts rolling, people are just going to start adding stuff to it and adding stuff to it. And it will just get bigger. It'll snowball. And all this information started coming out about her, but we'll get to that. So she, this information came out about her. She then was in conversations with her legal team as any, you know, celebrity would be if this situation happened to which she then posted this video you guys on youtube um i think the video is titled hi or hello or something like that i am gonna before we even talk about it i want it to be understood i have not watched the video because i literally tried and the way it made my whole body cringe inside itself like I literally was that submarine and I literally imploded in the ocean trying to watch that video because it was just so unbelievably cringy that I just could not I couldn't believe it so I, I'm gonna be honest I didn't watch the whole thing but I did watch clips of things that surfaced on my Twitter on TikTok all of the above so I got the gist of it she was told by her legal team to not say anything but what did she do? She said, my legal team told me not to say anything. So what am I going to do? I'm going to sing it. She busted out her ukulele, which there's something to be said about ukulele girls and guitar guys. Like, they're always the people at the, at the, oh my gosh, this is an iconic video. Oh, how many views does it have? You guys, that video has 9.5 million views which is kind of crazy. She looks kind of psycho in this video, but I mean, I don't want to comment on anyone's appearance, but oh my God. Ah, you guys, this is camp. It's camp. What can I say? It's camp because it's just, how do you make a situation that's bad worse? Do what she did. But like I was saying, there has to be something said about guitar guys and ukulele girls because it's, it's the same breed of person. That'll like they'll show up to the campfire and they'll bust out a, an instrument and start playing a song and start singing. And it's like quite truly, who asked for this? Who asked? Because the last time I checked, I certainly didn't. And we were all having casual, fun conversations and just like making s'mores and having a good time. And now we're singing "Kumbaya," literally rotten jail, bitch. So it's very much that energy. So she busted out her ukulele and performed a how long is it? Like a thirteen-minute video. Um, let's see how long it is because it's. It is 10 minutes. Okay. She performed a 10-minute song about the situation and called it the toxic gossip train, which the way the internet has just run with this and has made 
And again, this is why I just love the internet because they are like, this is so unbelievably psycho that we have to make jokes about this. Like it's giving camp. This is in my mind, this is camp. If you ever want a definition of camp, look it up in the dictionary. It's this fucking video because like this situation, you guys is serious. Like uh, grooming allegations, like inappropriate relationships with children. This is, these are serious allegations. And the fact that she goes and makes a song about the toxic gossip train, I absolutely am sent to Mars, you guys. Like it is hilarious. So this video comes out. The internet is running with it, making jokes left and right. And it is just unbelievable content to a point where in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to say that this is going to age well because that doesn't reflect well on me to say that. However, I think this re response is going to be forever remembered in internet history because it is, I don't want to say infamous, but it's iconically, iconically a choice. And so I'm obsessed. So this video comes out, internet is running with it. Okay. Trisha Paytas comes out, you guys, which Trisha Paytas is an interesting character on the internet. If you follow her on the internet or if you just exist on the internet, you are aware of her. She is an interesting character. Trisha Paytas comes out with a video. It talks about Colleen sending nude videos, pictures of her, not Colleen, a pic nude pictures of Trisha to other people, which is like major felony vibes, which like that is an accusation that is like, girl, that's going to be standing in the court of law. Like, this is not hearsay. This is, like, serious tea. And then also was saying, like, she also, like, shit-talked me behind her back and was body-shaming me and, like, doing all these, like, horrible... Like, I heard she did said all these horrible things about me. And, yeah, so then Trisha basically drew, spilled tea, which Trisha Paytas, you guys, is an interesting character and, like, always is an interesting person to follow. But the fact that she was, like, like really being honest and spilling tea is, like, gag. Gag of the century, Okay. So Trisha Paytas comes out with this video, basically giving a response to Colleen and like elaborating on what has been going down. Like I said, body shaming, sending videos of her to other people, felony, felony, felony dolls. Then, so that video comes out, Colleen, girl, you're in for a doll. Then a showrunner from, because Colleen had a Netflix show called Haters Back Off, which was based on her character from the internet, Miranda Sings. And a showrunner mentioned that Colleen had, like, said some sort of, like, made some sort of, like, racist commentary and, like, said some sort of microaggressive um, statements and, like, had actively been problematic on the set and, like, kind of a nightmare to work with, especially for people of color, which is another allegation that should be taken very seriously. And so then that that allegation existed. So then... Not only were the grooming allegations and the body shaming and the, like, felony crime allegations out there, but now there's the whole, like, Colleen is racist. And then surfaces a video of her performing, which I found out this video is actually linked to one of her books that she published. That There's a QR code that you could literally scan the QR code and it'll take you to this private video of her performing Single Ladies in Blackface. So it is, I mean, it's not, like, necessarily, like, the like it's bad it's bad period period it's bad it kind of looks like sharpie all over her face which doesn't change the fact that it's inappropriate and racist so that came, that was like the most recent thing that's come out since um 
But yeah, it is real, real bad, y'all. It is bad, 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 bad. I just remember that I have to add that to my list. I didn't even think about it. The Kiki Palmer thing. We'll get to that, you guys, because I didn't even write that down, but that's now entered my mind. Um, so that is the current update on the situation with Colleen. I was a Miranda Sings girl. I'm going to be really honest. I was. As a high schooler, I was obsessed. I thought everything she did was hilarious because I don't know why. I just did. Maybe it was a chemical imbalance in my brain. Couldn't tell you. But I thought Miranda Sings was just absolutely hilarious. And yeah, so that's that. And then watching this unfold, I'm kind of like gagged, girl. Because now that things are becoming clear, it's like, oh my gosh, of course. Of course. Because like... The whole uncle situation has always been creepy and weird. The whole, like, there's always been interesting remarks made that were kind of just flew under the radar because no one thought anything of it. But now that all of this is coming to light, it's shedding a lot of light on things that I think are very interesting. So we will continue to update as the situation continues to unfold. But as of right now, that's all the tea we got on that. But we're going to quickly step into Kiki Palmer because I was just that just jumped into my mind because the little video back here showed me Kiki Palmer. So Kiki Palmer was at an event. Not sure what event it was. Usher was there. And it was a whole thing. Kiki Palmer's outfit was very slay. She just had a baby. Looks uh, amazing after just having a literal child. Um, the dress was like pretty sheer and you could like see her ass, which is like not uncommon. I feel like ass is very common. And if you sexualize ass, you're kind of weird for that. Like you literally see ass on HBO, like without on just a regular television show. So you could see her booty. Okay. And her husband tweeted that, like, oh, I wish I could remember exactly what he said. But he's basically, like, dragged her on the internet for, like, you're a mom. Like, you're my wife. Like, you shouldn't be wearing this kind of outfit. And when I tell you, if a man is insecure about what a woman is wearing and what that means for his relationship with her, girl, dump him. Because he is truly insecure. And insecure men will not make good partners, especially insecure men. Like, like it's bad. It's bad and it's spooky. And Kiki Palmer has always been, like, an icon. This obviously is no reflection of her. This is just him. And, like, Kiki Palmer, is, it can do no wrong in my eyes because I love Kiki Palmer. She is hilarious. She has been hilarious. She has been in the industry since she was, like, literal child for, like, 20-plus years, been in the industry and has been slaying truly ever since. So... Love you, Kiki. This is no reflection of you, but your husband, your or I don't think he's her husband. I think they're, I think they're engaged or maybe boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't remember. Baby daddy, baby daddy. Oh yeah, because everyone keeps calling him BD on the internet. Baby daddy, her her baby daddy, girly pop. You got to set his ass straight because baby, you looked good. You looked sickening. And if he had an issue with like how you looked or if he felt some type of way about your performance, which. I mean, you know, is she all up on Usher? Of course, but also it's fucking Usher. Would you not? Like, come the fuck on. Like, let's be for real. Like, was she doing some type of something? Sure. But, like, if you are feeling some type of way, this is relationship advice from me, okay? If you're feeling some type of way about something that your partner did, don't post about it on the internet. Like, that is just, like, basic, you know, relationship advice 101. But I guess for some men, they need to be set straight. If you have an issue with something that your partner did, bring it up in conversation with them. Be like, this made me, and also learn this from therapy and also from, from art school, okay? I, I statements. Be like, I felt insecure about what you were wearing. I felt like you were, you know, flirting with other men and it made me feel insecure. 
And I understand that this is not a reflection of you. It's just a reflection of how I feel, but I want you to know how I feel. If he just did that in a private conversation, I am certain that everything would have gone over so smoothly, but that was not how it was handled. So Kiki, I'm rooting for you, girl, because I've always been rooting for you and I will always root for you. So set that man straight. I don't want y'all to break up if you don't want to. If you want to break up, go for it. But you have a child together, so it might be a little difficult. But do whatever you need to do, girly pop. But I stand behind you. But that also happened, you guys. And that was tea. But this one is going to be, this is like, this started yesterday. So it's currently Thursday. This happened on Wednesday. Twitter is kind of in her flop era, which in my opinion, Twitter will never be in her flop era because Twitter is amazing and iconic and I love Twitter. It is my favorite app. It always has been. It always will be. But if you're aware, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And ever since then, Twitter has been in her, she's been struggling, girl. Elon Musk has been like, let go so many people in the company, so many engineers. Like, basically, it's gone, it's gone south really fast. And then the most recent thing that happened was Elon Musk was like, I'm going to limit the tweets that you're seeing per day. To, which also, let's backtrack a little. He was, remember, selling the verification and, like, you could pay to be verified on Twitter. Pay $15 a month, which is kind of something, but whatever. Um, that happened first. This happened next. Limiting your tweets to seeing 600 tweets a day, which I don't know about y'all, but I spend a lot of time on Twitter. And I, I view probably 1,000 tweets a day. But also, like, because I scroll through people's, like, accounts. So I, like, look at their whole feed. So I'm like, does this count as part of the 600 or does this count as well? Like, how does this work? How does accounting work? But like, you'll then get told that you've seen your max amount of tweets for the day, which I mean, like is internet restriction possibly a good thing to make people touch some fucking grass? Maybe, but not in this way, Elon. And it is abundantly clear based upon Elon Musk's political affiliations with the conservative right side of the political sphere He's very, like, anti-trans. He spreads a lot of trans, like, like bigotry. A lot of anti-queer bigotry. He literally posted something, like, July 1st. was like, thank God Pride Month is over. Like, he is, like, a bigot through and through. He's also ugly. Like, literally one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life. Literally looks like the bottom of a foot. Like, he is so ugly. It's, like, very Islamophobic, very queerphobic, transphobic, bigoted, racist. He is an awful, awful person and also is a multi-billionaire. And it's hard to know any multi-billionaires that have any sort of moral fiber because I think the concept of having that much money is immoral, but that's just me. Anyways, he has negative, negative, negative vibes, Diva. And if you know any sort of like history of like contemporary politics, the way the internet and specifically Twitter has impacted um, globalization and, you know, camaraderie of people in regards to like political movements twitter has had a huge role from starting with like the arab springs in the early 2010s within like egypt and like all of the middle east like people were able to connect on the internet and like create political movement that like usurped certain political leaders and like led to political change you could also apply that to many areas in europe and like all over the world I guess, and that you can talk about, apply that specifically to the United States in 2020. Like, obviously, there's a pandemic. We were all inside. So all of us were just more on the internet than we had been before. But you could talk about, like, the impact of Black Lives Matter and, 
like how much information was circulated about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and just all these like shootings that police officers had committed against marginalized people and just like all the violence that had existed and all of that was spread on the internet and Twitter had a huge role in not only spreading information, but unifying people with that information and causing political change and quote unrest. So Twitter is very important as a free source of information. And a, obviously, is there misinformation on Twitter? Absolutely. As there is misinformation on all of the internet and ex especially Facebook, but the people that have issues with Twitter are people that use Facebook, but that's, that's neither here nor there. But Twitter is really important in regards to political movements and has be, that's been demonstrated many times over the past decades. And multi, like, I guess Twitter has been around probably since, I don't remember when it was incepted, but it, it's been around for a, a little minute. But it has an importance in the political sphere. And Elon Musk being a person who is on the right who wants to not only prevent this type of political movement from happening because this is a threat to him. People having knowledge and people like unifying and people like, especially within talking about labor and the labor movement and just how people in this country are sick and tired of being treated like shit um, and how billionaires are the problem. He is literally at, he's a, th he's like threatened by what can happen on the internet so what is he doing with Twitter? He's trying to nuclear bomb it from the inside. And so what has happened and what has been created to contend with Twitter? A new app called Thread. Threads. Um, this is created by Instagram. It is like Instagram's version of Twitter. I have it downloaded on my phone. If you want to follow me, you can just find, find it on my Instagram, parkergriffin716. I should make a podcast one. Mm, that'll be an... Uh, I didn't, and here's the thing. I didn't go to social media to the list, girl. It is just exhausting. At this point, I'm like TikTok, Instagram, like Twitter, threads, be real, Snapchat, like all of these things. I am, I'm tired. But do I have threads? I do. And you can follow me. But it's interesting because Twitter is a little bit more Wild West when it comes to like what you can post. And threads is a little bit more... It's, it's, it's run by Instagram. So the, the rules that apply to Instagram apply to threads. So no, no cock and balls, honey, no nudity, no porn, no like crazy out of pocket content, which in my opinion is what makes Twitter so fun because I could literally scroll, especially being gay, you guys, I will literally scroll on my Twitter feed. And even if I don't follow this person, I will have like a fully naked person in one tweet. And then the next tweet, I'll have a picture of Grimace. Like, and my Twitter feed is buh fucking nanas. And so threads, I'm curious to see how it develops. In my mind, personally, how I feel currently at this moment. I don't think Twitter's going anywhere. I think people will probably press Twitter to comply with what they want. Because I think threads contending with it puts them at risk. But we'll have to wait and see how it pans out. But Threads is cute. I don't really go on there that often just because I, like, have been busy and it's literally been one singular day. But we'll see how it goes. Um, I feel like a lot of people are downloading Threads that have not had Twitter before. So it's kind of an interesting mix of people. And I'm kind of already annoyed by some people because I'm like, girl, clearly you've never had Twitter and you just used Instagram. And now you're trying to, like, use this new app and you're trying to figure out how it goes. And just don't, girl. So we'll see how it goes, you guys, because I'm interested. I feel like it, if I'm going to guess right now, 
we're this is going to be my guess for how it's going to pan out. Twitter is still going to reign supreme. I think threads will provide some interesting like responses, but I don't think Twitter can be beat personally, but we shall see how it pans out because it could go opposite. I have a lot of people are saying they love threads, but I think it's because they don't use Twitter that often, but that's just me. But yeah, that's, that's Tion miss threads and miss Twitter because the girls are fighting and I'm just sitting here with my popcorn, like seeing it all go down. So let's see how it goes, you guys. And we'll, we'll keep an updated conversation on this as like, as time progresses. But the final topic I want to talk about you guys to wrap up our pop culture catch up is the iconic film that we are all excited to see. I have a diva doll here with me right now. It is the Barbie movie, you guys, starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, directed by Greta Gerwig. You guys, this if you don't if you haven't seen anything about this movie, remove the rock that you're currently living under because girl, you need to get your life because it is giving girly pop. It's giving pink. It's giving blonde. It's giving female energy. It's giving slay. Like every sense of the word. I'm so excited to see it. But I'm sure you've all seen um, Miss, the Barbie movie's coming out the same day as Oppenheimer. Who's is Steven Spielberg directing Oppenheimer? Christopher Nolan? Who's someone? Someone really critically acclaimed as directing Oppenheimer. I wish I could tell you off the top of my head, but this is not a movie podcast. This is not our viewing party, and I'm not Maddie Berry. I'm not IMDb. Maddie Berry is literally IMDb. I have to have her on the podcast, like just her, because I haven't had her as a guest yet. So Maddie. If you're listening to this in the car, which I think you probably are, come on to the podcast, Eva. Christopher Nolan, duh. Okay, yeah. So Christopher Nolan, very prolific director. Very. Am I going to see Oppenheimer? I don't know, you guys. I don't really know. I'm definitely going to see Barbie movie because you guys, hello, literally gay. But Oppenheimer, Florence Pugh is in it, so which makes me kind of want to see it. And obviously it's like huge celebrities are in this movie. Like the cameos in this movie are crazy. And it's, like, about the first nuclear weapon created, which is kind of why I'm not interested. I'm not really into, like, war-esque movies. I find them kind of cringe. It's very much giving film bro, like we talked about, like, the episode with Princess. Oppenheimer is giving film bro. And Barbie movie is very much giving film appreciator. But here's the thing. You can see both. And live, laugh, love both. And if you see both, then you probably just have really good taste. But film bros will only see Oppenheimer. But will I see it? I'm not too sure. But that's neither here nor there because the real fucking gag is the press rollout for the Barbie movie, you guys, is unlike anything I have ever seen before. It is what there I can promise you this. There are so many gay people working on that PR team, working with it. Ah, oh, like that shot of the feet. Oh, my God, you guys, like, look how cute and cunty it is. Like Palm Springs, palm trees desert but like not too hot not too cold perfect for like a cute outfit blonde it's everything you guys it is everything but the press rollout for this movie you guys so obviously the movie is very much iconic and it's going to be iconic we're all going to live laugh love and Greta Gerwig has consistently created amazing films but the press rollout for you guys press rollout for this movie which recently for all movies I've seen press rollouts get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because they need to market this movie, especially post-pandemic where people are used to streaming and don't really want to go to the movie theater anymore. I think there's a larger importance in this. So 
I have seen the Barbie Hotel, or not hotel, the Barbie Dream House in Malibu, you guys. It's a fully decked out pink house that's an Airbnb you can stay in. Marketing for the movie. I've seen airplanes with Barbie on the side. I've seen pools with Barbie on the bottom. Barbie's decorated entire subway stations. She's all over billboards everywhere, like on side of buildings. Like Barbie is everywhere. I mean, the movie comes out this month, so it makes sense. But like, I have never in my life seen a press rollout so methodically done and also so like brilliantly Barbie, like everything about it is not only like marketing and like it catches your eye because it's there, but it's just like brilliantly like in character. And because all movies do this or like all major films, I should say do this, but they do a press tour where like the, the cast will go to like the United States for the premiere. They'll do the London premiere. They'll do the Australia premiere, like the Asia premiere, like depending on the movie, they'll like go to different countries and do like huge premieres and like whatever, like press meets and talk and talkbacks and all that kind of thing. But Margot Robbie, you guys has been wearing like literally every outfit she's been wearing to these premieres and these events are Barbie outfits, like from specific Barbies, like cattle, like catalog Barbies. So like, it, like the, that's, and she's playing Barbie, but like, that is so smart. Like, that is so smart. Like, the fact that every outfit is a, a replica of a Barbie. Like, can you name something cuntier? I literally swear to God, can you? You can't. Because not only is she serving cunt, but she is, like, literally force-feeding cunt down our gullets. And I'm grateful to be here. And I'm grateful to witness this in real time. And honestly, I would love to see a documentary in a year from now about how they created this press rollout and how many gay people were involved because I can pretty much guarantee there was a ton of them. Like, look at her outfits, you guys. Like, literally, she keeps dressing like actual Barbie doll and fans can't get enough. I'm a fan and I can't get enough. Ugh. Like, I'm obsessed. Like, that is brilliant marketing. So whoever is in charge of that, girl, I hope you get your ass eaten good because you deserve it, girl. So... I will absolutely be doing a Barbie episode, you guys. I believe it comes out the 20, 22nd, uh, 20, okay, wait, 14th plus seven, 21. It comes out July 21st, I believe, or 28th, <gasps> July 21st. Okay, Slay. So this will be the episode. So my, the following, this next episode will be um for my birthday. Uh, but the episode after that, you guys, will be a Barbie themed episode. If I can, if I can get into the studio on time, because I want to make sure, because it comes out on a Friday. Maybe I'll see it on Thursday, record a Friday. We'll see what what the schedule, the availability is. Maybe I'll just do like a little bonus episode. Who knows? But we will. There will absolutely be content about the Barbie movie because I am, as a Polly Pocket myself, unbelievably thrilled to see this film, and we all know it's gonna slay. So that's that on that, you guys. That's a lot of pop culture. I really ran fast through. Um, if we, we can do another like a part two on the pop culture because obviously that's part of what I part of my intro I talk about pop culture and I can't wait to talk more about it in the future with you guys but if there's anything you ever specifically want me to talk about hot takes topics in general pop culture politics anything you guys can just reach out to me follow me on Instagram follow me on TikTok subscribe to the YouTube channel if you watch this on YouTube because we have new videos every single Monday as we do episodes every Monday they come out at 7 a.m on uh, Pacific Standard Time, of course. So subscribe to the channel. Follow me. Follow my personal Instagram. You can Parker Griffin 716. 
follow the podcast place at podcast place, which is where this podcast gets produced by the wonderful Solomon back behind the camera. Um, if y'all are interested in producing a podcast, I highly recommend coming to this spot because it is wonderful. If you're, if that is in your, you know, interests, come here, follow the Instagram, you know, there's lots of wonderful things that get produced here. So that's all I can say, you guys. So like, comment, subscribe, do all the things, share the content, please, please, please. If you know someone that, you know, is looking for a new podcast, they go on walks. They like to listen to little out shorter than an hour length podcast. You guys recommend my podcast. I would so appreciate it. Sharing is caring. And you know, this podcast has been growing pretty steadily and I just want to keep it rolling, honey, because we're, we're working here and it's been six months. How many months? Oh no, not six months. You guys, it's been four months. I, I wish I could count. It's been about four months of this podcast. So I'm really curious to see how it goes. And yeah, I'd love to see it continue growing and growing and growing and growing. So thank you guys all for all that you do for me. I so appreciate you. I so love you. I can't wait to celebrate my birthday with you all next week on the next episode. Um, very much giving slay. I can't wait to see you all there. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, whatever day you're listening to this podcast. I hope your day is beautiful and wonderful. I will see you guys all on the next episode celebrating my little old birthday, baby. But other than that, I'll see y'all on the flip side. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Parker's Pointless Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. Share this with a friend or both. Can't wait to chat with you all again next week. This is your host, the daintiest doll in town, Parker, signing off. Bye.